This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Welcome back, Catherine. Thank you, Frank. You look all dolled up and lovely and professional, like Thank you've you. got someplace else to be other than here. Which is all a lie. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you. Now, is that part of your jewelry, or am I looking at your uh, mic cord? This is my across jewelry. your neck. Oh, that could actually, you know, that's my mic cord. I well, yeah. you know what? Well, I shouldn't well have said done. anything because well it looked done. like Here. it could have been part of the dress. Yeah, exactly. There we I go. I should have kept it my mouth shut. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, you know. Oh, we'll edit all this out. Don't worry. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Don't do that. What's the fun? <laughs> Well, I am delighted that you're here, and I'm especially delighted that you're watching and listening and liking and sharing and subscribing. Don't forget to smash that button. I put the bell away because Becca reminded me of uh, all these DJs who overuse the bell. Gotcha. Including my friend Bean and his uh, podcast partner, Allie. There's sometimes where all you hear is the bell in a segment, and you're trying to figure out, what are they ringing? I can't even, I didn't even, I right. missed the joke. Sure. You know, yeah. so, you know, I'm trying to, I took the bell away for a little while. So That's if you okay. want it back. No, it's okay, but still smash that button. I can hide it on your side of the table. I just, you know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And you can also find our merch as we get closer and closer to uh, hoodie season. Uh, Becca was here the other day, Becca James, and she was so cold. Did she wear this? She wore the hoodie the entire episode, you know. Were you trying to freeze her out with your air conditioning? I wasn't trying to, but I did. Same as you, um, Catherine. I think we made up a song about it. You know, three degrees means I like you, five degrees and it's love. (laughs) So I lowered the uh, thermostat three degrees before you came over, as I did with her. But, I mean, she comes over so unbelievably early in the morning because she's got twins. Right. Then... um, And to go to work. And then to go to work. Right. And... Uh, all the other things. In fact, I, I realized now as I'm revisiting that episode in my mind, I thought, oh, I have a bad habit of forgetting to wear my wedding ring when she comes over. Now look what I've done. I, took a sh- I just showered after I cleaned the bathroom and I took it off and it's over there. Frank, Frank, Frank. I, uh, so pretend it's on. I should get a... <laughs> just trying to, you know, try to uh, blue green screen it in later. Because <sighs> here I was all relaxed thinking, thank goodness I'm back on Diva Daylight Time. That's right. When you're here. Exactly. Nice and middle of the day. Yeah. You know, it's good. Because Becca comes over, you know, at 8 o'clock in the morning. She has to be out the door by 9. And, and I was struggling because I've been back to sleep. I fell back asleep and woke up um, less than an hour before she got here. So oh, my goodness. 7.23. I'm like, oh, no. That's too early. So I was racing around. Whereas here, you know, I have been outside. I have clipped some flowers <laughs> from the garden. I have buried my coffee grounds. I have started to clean the pool a little bit. Did I you do a radio show? Um, yes and no. Yeah, I've got to, still got to do more, but the stuff I'm doing is I'm working ahead. Yeah. So okay. today, covered. Today's show is covered. Nice. I uh, got that checked off. Nice. Um, so yeah, we're... Um, That's great. You know what I've done so far today? What? Let's see. you I, <laughs> I went swimming. That's and nice. I showered. Yeah. And I had some food. Well, you look refreshed and relaxed, and, and uh, you got a nice dress on and everything. <laughs> and you came in, and you're just, you're, you're just a, 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 a bubble of light. Not that Becca isn't. She's also way too bubbly. She's, I mean, to in the, the point morning, where yeah. she's so on, she's so up. It lifted me up. She nice. lifted me up, and nice. you're here. Nice. You, know, you come in, you complimented the flowers right away. Uh, you started being just, you know, oh, hello. <laughs> the diva is here. Because <laughs> I guess back in the fall, you'd refer to diva standard time, right? Absolutely. This yeah. is definitely more my... More my speed. More your jam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I have been thinking of you a couple of times uh, in the past week because my friend Bean, who I just mentioned on his podcast, had a trivia question. Or he does a, a weekly quiz. 
And the answer was Sazerax. Oh, nice. And I'm thinking, where did he get that idea? And I'm thinking he had, ding, to, ding, ding. had no. to get it from you. I mean, he's in New Orleans, so yeah. I mean, Sazerax are everywhere. Okay, it was like the world's oldest cocktail or something right. like that. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't mention rye as one of the ingredients. It was something else. Well, I guess it was just whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. Sazerac rye is what they use in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times you can't get a true Sazerac outside of New Orleans because other places in the country don't. They use regular you know, rye. Yeah, you can oh. get like bullet bullet rye is actually really pretty good uh-huh. with it. Um, but it's the other it's things the that are in it. And, yeah, yeah, absinthe. Uh huh. And yeah. bitters. And bitters and. A little bit of sugar. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Which yeah. is probably why you noticed my choice of vase for the flowers as soon as you walked in the door. I'm like, oh, I was going to save that for the show. Does that have something to do with the Sazerac's? No, it is a whiskey bottle. Oh, well, well that's... <laughs> I thought it would be funny. Because, see, that, I've got the vase I usually use. Right. I've still got Which is some... an actual vase. Um, when Becca was here, I put some flowers in it. I didn't want to throw them out yet, but they're not bloomy enough for the show. Yeah. So I put this, put that vase over there, and I was running around, um, forgetting to put on my wedding ring, but putting on, looking for vases, <laughs> and I couldn't find one. But I found this uh, empty whiskey bottle that I saved and cleaned. Well, I think it's quite clever. Yeah, yeah it looks great. So I got a, we got a hydrangea and a daylily in there, both kind of a combo. Are you growing those in your yard? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the hydrangeas are out front, and the daylilies are on the side. Okay. But I've been uh, gradually. Secretly, my wife doesn't know this, secretly digging up daylilies and moving them to over by the pool so that next nice. year... You did mention that. I'll get to see them. Yeah, but she doesn't yeah. watch the show. She, yeah. she watches it occasionally. She watched the one... <laughs> did she watch the one that you said that she didn't watch? Probably. I know. That's the same thing James did. As soon as you were like, James never watches the show, he like tells her the next day, like, oh, I watched the show. And I was like, which one was that now? <laughs> Well, we recorded that episode where I said, thank goodness your husband never watches the show. Yeah. And then we had the event at the cave. That's right. Okay. Before I've published that episode. So we did the, we recorded um, a show where I said, James never watches. And then I see you at the Cherokee Caverns. And James is like, oh, in that last episode, I really enjoyed the talk about whatever. It was something funny and clever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I'm thinking to myself, in the next episode, which has already been recorded, I accuse you of not watching. I know. Uh, yeah. I didn't tell him about that because I wanted to see if he actually watched the second you know, time. You know, part of the reason I say that with my wife, too, is just to get her honest reaction. And we did watch that episode where I told, where I accused James of not, James of not watching. Uh, my wife and I watched it over dinner, and I was watching, you know, to see her reaction on yeah. some of the stuff. And she had some good laughs out oh, of that. It made me yeah, happy. Yeah. You know, and it also, you know, I didn't get the, that's not the way it happened. And <laughs> That's always good. Because... I was pretty accurate. I mean, sometimes we, I'll, you know, you extra, um, exaggerate a little bit. Sure. Well, everyone has their different point of view on how right. something went. And the other thing that reminded me of you is on a Tuesday night at Einstein Simplified, I got stuck in a singing game. Nice. What do you mean nice? It was that terrifying. That amazing. It, well, it turned out amazing because, uh, and not thanks to me, <laughs> I survived it. Yeah. And um, we have uh, two several more people in the group now, new people in the group, but Jessica Burkeen, who you know, yes. has been practicing with the Laura Hall um, improv karaoke discs. Okay. Or tracks. And then uh, a newer member, Sarah Grace Peglo, actually has been in musical theater productions around while nice. she was in college. So this was a piece of cake for them. So 
they are, it's, it's three-headed Broadway star. Okay. Which means each of us sings one word at a time. Oh, my gosh. That sounds fun. Y- you would be great at this. <laughs> great at this. So, but the, as we get out there, the two of them look and they realize, and they do a little shuffle move so that I'm now in the middle. Good. Because that way they can prop me up from both sides. Right. And the suggestion is something about either cheese or Wisconsin, but we ended up singing about Wisconsin cheese. So whichever the suggestion was, we went that way. And I don't remember much except that the, we finished it by, met, by singing about the Green Bay Packers and cheese and crackers. Nice. And once we got to that, it was like, we rhymed. We're done. We're d- yeah. <laughs> so I, it was a relief. I was, and everyone liked it because of the girls. And I, you know. You kept it going. Well, yeah, yeah survived. Yeah, that's um, good. That sounds fun. So meanwhile, you seem also happy to be here. You said you went to the pool, and, and you're, you asked about the air conditioning. that You know, I lowered it three degrees for you. Yeah, no, it's so much nicer here because at my house, the air conditioning is still not working. At least upstairs. Thankfully, we have a downstairs that is working. Do you have two they're air conditioning separate, units? Okay. Yeah. This house units. is so old, it's just got one, and it's got to power through <laughs> and do the whole house. Get to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got, you know, we, you recall a year ago or thereabouts, uh, we had to buy a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been pleased with it. It's doing Good. the job. Yeah. Well, it seems like every single year our air conditioning breaks. So mm-hmm. I'm just grateful that the, the ceiling didn't cave in this time. But, you know, <laughs> the one thing I can say. That was from the water accumulated in yes. the, um, uh, the pan, the, right. the condensation. And that's how I discovered the attic girl. This is, this, you might want to look back for these uh, these episodes because there's a painting that in Cath- hidden in Catherine's attic from the previous owner who looks remarkably like a young blonde Catherine as a child, and it's creepy. It is very creepy. Yeah. But I think the problem is the air conditioning guy has been over twice already this week because uh, the first time he thought he fixed it, and mm-hmm. he didn't. And um, he came over again and gave us a new thermostat and all of the things, and still there's mis- a missing part, mm. apparently, that we still need, and they had to order it, so who knows how long that'll take. Uh-huh. But the real issue, I think, is that he hasn't gone up into the attic well, you would and know. And paid tribute. Yeah. Oh, to the ghost of the, hat, the attic, exactly. the ghost girl in the painting. Exactly. Because it, once that happens, usually the air, air conditioning repairman will come running, screaming downstairs. <laughs> and that's how you know that he's been there. Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> and then the air conditioning starts working. <laughs> right, because the ghost has tur- stopped blocking it. Exactly. Well. Yeah. Um, Maybe okay. I should give them this information so that they know it that it's... It seems helpful. Yeah. <laughs> it seems helpful. Well, I, we always have, um, you know, the latest issues are technology-oriented, of course, with usually with computers and phones. And um, a couple things uh, came up where after the cave concert. You asked me to record it, um, so I did. I recorded it on my phone, but I, you said, just give me these 15-second clips. Well, that's why I was re- required to produce but, to my social media coordinator. <laughs> that's uh, Whitney, right? Yes, Whitney. All right. So I'm thinking... What if I choose the wrong 15 seconds? The pressure of that was immense because <laughs> I don't know the songs. Yeah. I mean, you did this wonderful hour-long operatic program, and the only the song I knew from the from the list was um, the one from Candide, Glitter and Be Gay. That was the only one you knew? Well, after you got into it, the one at the beginning, mm-hmm. I recognized because mm-hmm. you sang it a year before in the cave with we two did. different Sopranos. Yeah, I turned a duet into a trio. And it works. It's very clever. So what's that one called? Soul Aria. It's the duet between the Countess and Susanna in The Marriage of Figaro. And you did it as a duet again this year. We did it as a duet this year. So mm-hmm. it was a little different than last year, and it was good. It was very fun. And I, that, I, I recognize that. 
But maybe the other songs, I don't know if I recognized or not, if I just enjoyed them. I was able just to just sit there and relax and enjoy them. And the one you did one from the Susanna production that the I trees, recognized, The of Trees course. on the Mountain. You know, I thought that that was one American offer that you could stand. <laughs> I'm so sure there's this, another whole one. whole idea was yours, you know, I want to you know, make sure we're presenting music that you like. Did you also like the uh, Lonely House? Is that the one that's that April saying? Yes, that was in English. Yeah, in English, Kurt Vile. It was very good. And so, the, perhaps yeah. the highlight of the night was, highlight, it was a three in the afternoon, <laughs> but it felt like, like night. night yeah. But the highlight of the program was one that I don't think anybody saw coming unless you're a real, uh, op, you know, knowledgeable about opera. But you get out there and meowed like cats. <laughs> is it? And that's the name of the song? What it's is called, it? yeah, it's called the, the Cat Duet. And but you're reading the sheet music. I'm like, Rossini. it's just meow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a duet, and the three of us, so it's actually really funny because um, it's, it's a hilarious. piece of music that um, voice teachers give to young students. So all three of us had performed this duet, you know, back in undergrad, duet, uh-huh. which was just a couple of years ago, so <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> But it was also performed as a duet, and so, you know, we're looking at the music to make sure we come in, because I have, like, little notes in there of who's singing what, uh-huh. when, you know, because oh, I yeah, kind right. of, I redid you, you rearranged it. it. Yeah. It's a different arrangement. Yeah, so that I could come in and meow at the two who were being nice to each other. I wonder if that's other. in the public domain, if I could show a clip of that. I might you probably can, yeah. fun um professional singers you know like singing it like who have sung at the met and they're doing like a duet with the cat and it's hilarious the thing is that that made me so mad though is because of whitney and you i had to record it the wrong way on my mm. phone you wanted it all vertical so you can make it into stories and tiktoks and instagrams right and blah, 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 blah. right uh, well i try I go to airdrop it to your phone and it it takes you know it's a, an hour-long file it's six gigabytes because I didn't want to delete anything. I just turned it on and recorded the entire one-hour concert. I figured you can pick out the best 15 seconds. <laughs> I'm not going to pick out the best 15 seconds out of a one-hour show. That's on you. So I recorded it, and I hope it sounds good, because I yeah. used an extra, external microphone. It does. And anyway, and it was a lovely performance. But I go to airdrop it to you, and after the end, the whole thing gets all the way around. It took easily 20 minutes to airdrop it. And then it says, failed. Because of not enough memory on your phone. And I'm like, well, let me have your phone. I'll delete some stuff. And you freaked. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I said, no, Connor, I can show you some tricks to free up some space. Like, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I mean, I said, but people send you stupid things. I send you. You can go through the messages from me and delete some of the stupid pictures I've sent you that we've sent back and yeah. forth. And that would free up probably a gigabyte of space right there. 
That's probably true. And there's an, I was going to show you this trick <laughs> where you go to your settings and you go to storage. Right. And then you just go to messages and review large attachments. Okay. And you can just look at the attachments, and if you need it, you keep it, and if you don't need it, you delete it. That sounds reasonable. It's very reasonable. <laughs> I could free up. I could free up a gigabyte of space on your phone like nothing. So, anyway, it didn't transfer. That terrifies me. Yeah. But two days later, we had one of your board meetings, and um, mm-hmm. so I really haven't seen my friend Catherine in, in a week. It's been uh, I've seen sing, Catherine. singer Catherine, yeah. and, and then you know board chair, board whatever, create artistic executive director. <laughs> Very businessy. Very businessy. Very businessy. Yeah. No, it's true, actually. And I hate, I can't ever talk to anybody there. I was saying to James um, at the end of the night because I was thinking specifically of the moment after the meeting when you're putting the the file on my computer yeah, and I, I received like two text messages from other board members mm-hmm. who were trying to get in on the Zoom. And I was like, I can't talk to anybody when I'm in that mode. Mode because it's like I'm, I'm business, Catherine, now yeah. and I'm working. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you know, we need to find someone else on the board who can. I guess take, I don't know if we would take your phone or however we would do it, but we were uh, uh, two board members who were late getting into the Zoom version of the meeting because they texted you going, "I'm standing by," but no one was at the computer to admit them to the yeah the meeting. Well, I did have someone assigned to do that, but well, it wasn't me, was it? It was not you. Oh, because it sounded like you were going to make it me. <laughs> Next time, at the next, next meeting. Yeah, well, I have to pass it around because the person who was assigned at this time didn't, you know, accomplish he, he the He doesn't watch the show. It's fine. <laughs> no one's going to know. No one's going to know who it was. <laughs> I did love that about April, knowing who we were talking about in terms of the, the stilettos. Well, yeah, we are talking about the three Sopranos at the concert and how one of them refused to wear stilettos. And I made some crude joke about her. She's not really a soprano. She's just a mezzo. <laughs> and I didn't know it was how accurate that was. I was just trying. It was the first word that came to my mind, comedy word that came to my mind. And, well, April knew right away and watched the show. So I, she won't watch this one, though, because she won't know that we're talking about her. That's true. So yeah, we're good. We're, exactly. clean. We're, we're clear. In the, we're in the clear. In the clear. On the way to the board meeting, though, I found out that um, my phone stopped charging in the car and it said, we'll resume charging when the phone returns to a normal temperature. Uh-oh. And I thought, I had it plugged in for Apple CarPlay, and I had it down in the cup holder mm-hmm. where I normally keep them. If I even have a little can koozie where I put it in there so it doesn't rattle around too much. And I thought, well, this is crazy. So then the next time I drove, which was from home from the board meeting, I took it and I moved the phone. I put it up in this cup holder that's up higher. When the air conditioning blows on it. Right. And when I took it out, it was so cold. Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Had the opposite effect. So but you could use it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's another... Uh, I'll do the commercial here for uh, Bone Zones, but then I have to tell you about another tech thing that happened. And it involves you and your iPad or your computer or something. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, that I had forgotten about and been meaning to bring up, but then you went to New Baton Rouge and I forgot. So, um, BoneZones.com. I think we're doing Bone Zones. Because next month, next month I got to do some ads for the uh, Secret City Improv nice. uh, Festival, so I got to remember that. Uh, but uh, here we go, BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. And one of the new books I went and met uh, Ron Ledbetter, who wrote this huge tome, and he's selling his books and uh, doing autograph signing appearances, book through Bone Zones. So he's a friend of Dr. Bass. He also used to work at UT. Nice. And he's a lawyer, and he fooled me. I thought with his Southern accent that. He was from around here. Okay. Now he's from New York. He's from Brooklyn. 
So wh where did he get the southern accent? Well, he said as he became a lawyer in these parts, uh, someone advised him, now don't you go talking about your New York stuff and your Brooklyn stuff. If you go to one of these little country courthouses, you'd better ask how about the fishing. So he did, they told the story of how he went to some country courthouse and he gets there early and he just starts, and there's a guy hanging around. He says, uh, this seems like a beautiful spot. Any good fishing places in this area? This sounds like he stole this out of the Andy Griffith show, <laughs> but he says it happened to him. And uh, they get talking about fishing, and then it gets get close to court time. So they both say, all right, bye-bye, and they go in. They both go in separate doors of the courthouse. And it comes time to try the case, and who comes walking out is the judge. But the guy that he had just been buttering up with the fishing stories, nice. he said he's, he won that case easily. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's probably a little exaggerated, but there's a lot of great stories in here about his visits all over countries that end in Stan, or not even countries like former Soviet republics that end in Stan that are now part of Russia. He's like, yeah, they don't want to be part of Russia. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. interesting. Yeah. So you can open up. Um, I, I think here, here, I mentioned Stan. So here's um, Kazakhstan on this page. Nice. So if I try to find another Stan on another page, um, it's probably that fine. Here's Eastern Turkey and Armenia. And, you know, he goes on these business trips Wild and he adventures. goes on mission trips and he just goes on trips. Um, I asked him, did he ever go, well, here's Sydney, Australia. And he's like, yeah, not a lot of strange things happen in Australia. We had a nice time. <laughs> so it doesn't get much play in the book. It's <laughs> Which seems strange, because you think, like, in Australia, yeah. you'd have some adventures. Yeah, here's something about the Mount Everest base camp. Um, he knew somebody who had just come down there. So anyway, this is a good book. You might want to check that out uh, by Ron Ledbetter and have him sign it for you at an upcoming Bone Zones event. Or, you know, whose birthday is this week on um, August 30th is the one and only Dr. Bill Bass. He turns 95. And um, these are Carved in Bone and Deathseeker, which fiction, nonfiction. No, yeah, fiction, fiction? nonfiction, and um, nice. he'll sign this for you. In fact, I'll probably swing by his house on uh, on the thirtieth to uh, wish him well, wish him a happy birthday. That'd be nice. Um, they'll sign some, you know, get him to sign some stuff uh, for BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Whether it's the T-shirts, the hats, the uh, the skulls. These the, are great. The realistic, especially ones. getting ready for Halloween. Yeah, and this one is the long sleeve one, which I guess I'll unfold because. You know, Becca folded that one, and I went. To, I figured out how to fold this one. So if I did it once, I can do it again. And this is nice because it actually has his signature right here on the back yeah. of it, and the yeah. list of uh, of all the books. So get all that stuff when you shop at BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S, and it's personalized. By the way, when you actually call, uh, there's a phone number to call, or you do it via a conversation with Susan, so that uh, she can get your payment information, but also so you can get it personalized exactly the way you want. Nice. You know, we don't have uh, these things where, you know, you've, you know, you ever seen those cake mistakes, you know, where someone says, put it, you know, to Joan, and they write on the, it, it comes out all wrong on the cake, you know. Yeah, Happy birthday like to, to Joan. Jo yeah. To Joni. Or something wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this doesn't happen because Susan makes sure she gets it exactly right. The uh, personalized care from BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. And it's coincidental that Dr. Bass's birthday is also Missy Barrett, A Day to Do Good Deeds Day. Hmm. Do you remember me talking about her? Were you here? She has a book. Several. And you're mentioned in it. Yeah. She's, um, There's a character. A fictional child and a fictional, you know, a fictional character who basically is like a detective. Right. So she solves you know, little uh, 
thievery cases in and around Pigeon Forge and Sevierville and Sevier County. She ran into Frank Murphy with Seymour Smokies at one yeah. point, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I got a note from uh, the fictional character Missy Barrett on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I mean, but it's, all, it's hilarious to me because the whole thing is in character. Nice. You know, she writes... That's cute. Hi, Mr. Frank. Did you know that uh, April 30th, or August 30th, excuse me, is uh, Missy Barrett Day, a day to do good deeds? Nice. And um, here, let's see. So, Mr. Frank, are you going to help out on International Missy Barrett Day, a day to do good deeds on Wednesday, August 30th, by doing more good deeds than usual and telling people why you're doing more good deeds than usual and asking them to do more good deeds than they they usually do? do? So I wrote back, I shall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Batman. (laughs) I shall. As long as the red phone rings. Yeah, so my plan is to... um, I offered you apple butter in a previous episode, and you then did. you got away without it. Yeah. Well, uh, you might want to snag some because that's what I'm going to bring to Dr. Bass. Nice. Um, on his birthday, is this going to be your good deed as well? Yeah. yeah I mean, I'll probably try to do something else on my way home, but I mean, you know, yeah. that's um, I'm, I'm I'm going to go get my hair cut that day and swing by Dr. Bass's on the way, and you know. nice. That'd be great. Yeah. Good. All right. So tell me, what did I do with my technology that you, you need to remind you me You were about? doing a good deed. You were good deed doing. I was? You were being a philanthropist. Oh, well, you that's You were nice. showing kindness and good deediness. We were at one of your operas, and it was, I be- I'm almost positive it was at Heartbreak the... Heartbreak Express? Well, it was at the Old City Performing Arts Center. Yes. And it was one of the ones where, I guess this is fairly common now, where we don't have paper programs. Right. For operas, because there's a lot of expense in printing them, and most people, you know, I'd say of the people in the audience, all but a handful had there's some kind of uh, phone or other device. A phone. Everyone has a smartphone where you can scan, scan a QR, QR code, code. Right. and here comes the program on your phone. We did you did it at the Stilettos and the, the cave, yeah. Stalactites, whatever the order of it is, the thing, the show, the Stalactites, <laughs> Sopranos, and Stilettos. Um, you scan the thing, here comes the program on your phone. Well, um, at this particular performance where we were, and I think it might have been Heartbreak Express or it could have been Ada Lovelace, but there were some people seated in front of us who were struggling. And I think, I don't know if they had flip phones or they just, they didn't know QR codes, but it was something, you know, they, they're music fans, but they're not tech savvy. Sure. So they might have been, you know, maybe a little older than me. I mean, I'm, I'm unusually... Tech savvy, but I think most people my age are. So this person, it, there's like a cutoff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I know a few people who are, you know, once you get, you know, 10, 15 years, like my, I've got a, my godmother is only like 13 years older than me, but she doesn't want anything to do. She keeps telling me, I don't have email, Frank. Don't email me anything, <laughs> Frank. My dad doesn't then, have email. And then she my tells me, but I'm using email. Google Docs. My son set me up nice. with Google Docs. I'm like, and I want to tell her, you know, godmother, you have to have a Gmail account to have... To use Google Docs. I don't have email, Frank. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I think I see where this is going. But you can text her anything. Sure. You know, she's got a nice new iPhone that they bought for her, and you can text her anything on links, and, nice. you know, especially if it's, like, out of religious in nature, she'll be happy to watch it and happy to comment on it. So nice. I'm, this woman in, in front reminded me of an older aunt of mine who was not tech-savvy and, for whatever reason, couldn't figure out how to get to the program for the opera on her phone. Sure. And you're right there. And you've got that gigantic <laughs> iPad that you use. Nice. I mean, it's the same it's like, size as my computer screen. But I mean, it's big, bigger than an average iPad. 
right? Yeah, I mean, it's bigger than your computer screen. Yeah, so hold, I mean, this is the yeah. same size as your MacBook? It is, yeah. All right, so hold up your MacBook for it's a second. It's like... All right, that's pretty big. It's like this size. Okay, that's yeah. a large um, iPad. I remember when iPads it, were new and people were using them as cameras because the, they were better than the phone cameras when they right. first came out. Right, And my daughter used to joke around about all these people holding up, like, baking sheets. Look, I baked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like an eight and a half by eleven and a half it's or something large. like that. Yeah, it's large. Yeah. So you tell this woman very kindly and graciously that she may borrow your iPad, your huge iPad, <laughs> to <laughs> review the program for this opera. And we had gotten there early because we had driven an, another older person who doesn't like technology, coincidentally, <laughs> uh, to get there. And we're seated, and we had good seats in the second row, and this lady's in front of us, or we're in the third row. She's the one row in front of us. So I am looking. And on the riser, I'm looking down at everything that's at the happening. Program. Yeah. I'm looking at you giving the lady the iPad. I'm looking at the lady trying to figure out the iPad and doesn't know what to do. Right. And the next thing I see is she has gotten into your text messages <laughs> from me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's and I'm, amazing. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, <laughs> like, Jerry, look down there. She's reading, she's reading my text messages to Catherine, oh, no. which I, I don't know. My wife can look at them because my wife understands my sarcastic sense right. of humor. Right. My wife yeah. understands that I may say things to you that perhaps are um, dark, uh, <laughs> but funny. You know, uh, perhaps yeah, things sure. that are um, you know yeah. maybe not for the average person to see. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, things that may, you know, maybe aren't the. Yeah, just, yeah. I'll probably, you know, send some stupid like, picture that you should have deleted. Sure. Of something that I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's so, hysterical. And the lady's like, so what is just, this? What is this? I'm, I'm in the wrong place. And um, thankfully, she made enough of a commotion that you came over and assisted her. But I don't know that you realized at the moment, because you just swiped, you know, swiped it away. Right. I don't know if you realized that she was specifically reading the text messages between you and me. Because I had texted That's you hysterical. even on the way there. Nice. Some kind of snide remark, probably about atonal music or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. No, I had no idea. You know, I think I actually, I do remember though, I, I downloaded the program on the iPad. Yes. And then just the her have that yeah That's, yeah but she, then she immediately clicked away from it she touched something down yeah. along the bottom that took her off of that and into the texts oh, oh well uh, i was just trying to be nice yeah what can you do now um i'm sure she's probably been to a few high school reunions in her day you know <laughs> yeah i don't know what number she'd be up to you right made now, some but... you made some remark about how you're, you're just barely out of school it's only like <laughs> a few short years <laughs> a few days <laughs> Since you've been an undergrad. But you also told me that uh, you've got a big high school reunion coming up. Well, I was told yesterday, I was texting a friend, because I have a friend here in Knoxville who came from Plano, Texas, where we went to high school together. And she lives here now. And so I was I was reaching out to her um, last night, and I was like, hey, what are you, you know, just thinking about you, hope yeah. you're doing well. And she writes back, she's like, are you going to the reunion? And I'm like what reunion and she's like there's a marching band reunion and that it's like this weekend or something i was like oh no i'm hearing auditions this weekend i probably won't be able to go are you going and she's like no my my reunion is is having drinks with you so (laughs) so we're planning on getting drinks but um flute i played the flute but i was also in color guard but one of the things that happened last night when she was telling me this is that she said that there are photos of me all over this 
page on Facebook apparently because I was like, oh, my parents don't give me the information. I don't I like. To, what's the what's, the, <laughs> what's it called? Plano's the Freddy yeah. fan club of Plano. Is that, so what, is I that go, what it's called? I go on this deep I need to do, dive find that quick. on Facebook oh, to try them. to figure out where is this alumni association for this band. Is it a private group? School. It's you a private group. Oh. You have to join. Oh. But there's several different alumni groups, and that it wasn't even it. It was like another special private group that you had to like search through. So it took me forever. So I'm on this deep dive, and I'm like finding all of these like videos on YouTube from different you know band you? competitions. Oh. There was one that I taught actually. I was like, oh yeah, those are my kids. Hmm. You know, um, there was the the drumline. Our senior year won like a national competition. Yeah. I found their drumline performance. I was, saw my old boyfriend drumming away on the, the bass drum <laughs> on YouTube. I'm like, where are the photos of me? So I finally... <laughs> Priorities. Well, hello, Facebook. You Don't should, you know? You should understand, Frank. Of course I do. Yeah. I, so, I, uh, I took another screen grab of myself at church the other day. I finally found some of the photos. Can you find me there? All right. Let's see. Yeah. So what? this is Color Guard? This is Color Guard. All right. I had a Winter Guard competition. So, let's see. Now, I know your real hair color is dark. No. My real hair color is is blonde. No way. Yeah. I thought when that baby picture you had blonde hair. Yeah. I think that's you. That's me. All right. I got it right. <laughs> well, you're... Yeah, all right. Uh, uh, of course, you're in the front. That's how I found you. I know. <laughs> can we Obviously. show that on the, on the show? Yeah, of course. All right. Airdrop that, too. Yeah, I will. Oh, wait. Can you airdrop it to me, or do you have enough space? I don't know. <laughs> I do, but there's like another funny one of me with like some of the girls, and there were there were quite a do lot. I have to of guess photos. which one is you in this one too, because this one it's a little harder because the the, we the all look coloring. The same? Well, I just I mean it's just it, it's a little brighter, but I'm gonna I, I'm gonna guess is this you on the top leaning in? That's me. This one. Yep. Yep. All right. That's Fantastic. Me. It's the cheeks that give you away. Thank you. <laughs> they're, they're good opera cheeks. <laughs> Lots oh yeah, of resonance. You know, <laughs> we'll show those. We'll show those on the show because um, this one is one of my favorites. Last one. Okay. But do I have to find you again? Yeah, you do. Well, I mean, if I go right to the center, I'm seeing cheeks. That's, that's not, not me. That's not me. Let me try again. Someone else has got opera cheeks. Let's see. Oh, this one. That's it. There you go. <laughs> there you are. I mean, look at you. And what is the team? It's the pan- the Plano Panthers or something. Wildcats. Like that? Why? Because Plano East was the Panthers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was taken. <laughs> I'm just saying, Plano Wildcats, that doesn't make any sense. Plano Wildcats, yeah. All Apparently right. there's this whole like you know alumni association that I knew nothing about. It sounds like you're the it's unadorned really Wildcats. It just sounds like, well, we're just the plain old Wildcats. Exactly. Plain old. Wild oh my goodness! Well, there's another picture of us floating out there that Uh-oh. I meant to show at the beginning of the episode uh, because it's from the um, the cave. Mm. And mm-hmm. I guess when we do the plug for merchandise, I can I can throw that up there. Yeah, that'd be good. Because uh, our our friend April, who's got her uh, dog um, grooming grooming business, mm-hmm. and I, I guess she shampoos them too. I'm not sure exactly what she does. I think so. But she took a picture with us. She had done come to an Einstein Simplified show wearing her Frank and Friends bucket hat. And then she found you 
after Susanna, Susanna, mm-hmm. and got a picture with you. And I think she was disappointed that I wasn't at that Susanna performance because I mean, her yeah. intention was to not have to take so many pictures. But here we are at the cave, and I can, I've already shared this on our Facebook page, but I'll throw it into the episode as well. Uh, and you can see Catherine's all dolled up in her opera look. Actually, that was a very good outfit. You should wear that again. Thank you. Uh, so I don't know when, not when I'm there, because I don't want to see it. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you wouldn't want to wear for the same else, thing. Yeah. You wouldn't want to wear the same thing for that audience. You want to wear it for a different audience. Uh, but you can find all of that merch on our website at uh, frankandfriendsshow.com/store, um, including uh, the bucket hat, including the beach towel, which I had this idea that I could um, take to an upcoming event and use as a pretend it's a banner. You know, so I don't have any banners. That you know, is like true. in radio, yeah, we always just, had like, banners. Tie it to the yeah, just you know, tape, tape get some duct the, tape or something up there mm-hmm, to the table or something. Yeah, yeah. or or the wall Above behind you. me or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I also have you know the picture, but most people are going to get the drinkware, uh, whether you get the mugs or the, um, I think the glasses. Uh, what do you call it? The cider glasses, the pint glasses, sold mm-hmm. very well. Um, and you know the t-shirts and the hoodies. I had the. The hoodie over here as we get... Uh, well, you can cases. see I'm wearing... I wish I folded this nicely. But I was wearing the hoodie in the cave because it was 58 degrees down there. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So all of that business uh, at frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. And if you do love the audio entertainment, please also uh, go to audibletrial.com slash show where you can get a free 30-day premium membership to try all that Audible has to offer. And that includes the monthly credit for an MP3 download. So you want to get that right there during your first month and see what you can do with that and keep forever. Not Catherine, because her phone is full. But you can put it on your iPad, that giant iPad. So obviously, it's yeah, got more room. Yeah. It's huge, so big. Yeah. <laughs> has room for all of our text messages. <laughs> You can put it on that uh, and keep it forever and listen to it on all your devices. And, of course, with Audible, you know, you're streaming podcasts and you're streaming custom audio entertainment that is created just for them. And uh, new audiobooks coming out every week, practically every day. I've got friends now who are interested. They're being becoming audiobook narrators. Nice. Because there's so many books out there that yeah. never had audiobooks before and they're self-publishers. There's a way for them to have That's audiobooks great. made. So this it's a... a growing industry and this now's the time to get in there and just start hearing things while you're doing something else you know that's why we all walk around Absolutely. with our airpods in so we can listen to a book or listen to a podcast and speaking of you can also find uh, audibletrial.com slash frank and friends show and you can listen to the audio version of frank and friends there if you don't want to watch our faces <laughs> which is fine i understand right. i mean sometimes you want to see the flowers and you want to see you know, uh, Catherine's reaction. And sometimes you just want to listen to them. Yeah, yeah. you can do that. That's yeah. actually what your husband said he did. He said he listened rather he than listened. watched. Yeah. Which still counts. Yeah. Um, so I can make funny faces when I mention his exactly. name. Exactly. And he will never know. Exactly. <laughs> Except he'll expect it when I'm saying it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and especially we do want you to subscribe on YouTube and tell your friends. Um, we, gain, we gain subscribers every week and then... We <laughs> Lose a few as well. Well, I can't help it. <laughs> That's just how it works, you know? You know, people get their, they cancel their, their Gmail accounts. If you haven't, you've got old Gmail accounts that you haven't used in two years, they're canceling them. I know, it's really so upsetting. you've got to go back through your all your old Gmails and make sure you send yourself something. Yeah. And do something about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nevertheless, we appreciate the help. Uh, and I hope you'll come back for another episode soon. Yeah, very good. Very, very soon. All right, good. I still got more stuff to talk to you about before you head off to uh, Baton Rouge. Yeah, the red stick. All right. It is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And we'll talk to you again next time.